0: The Ball Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the show. Dan here along with Michael and Rob. It's the weekly show, The Transfer Roundup, brought to you with Levi Solicitors. Uh, 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the Ball. We did a, had a lot of fun, we, with Will's Probate and Conveyancing
1: in January. They're still my favourites, Yeah, even <laughs> if the discount isn't as big as it was. What are your favourites, Rob? Well, do you know what? In the pub before, there must have been the Brentford game, my friend's just
2: kept saying prostate because we're trying to get <laughs> me to say Will's conveyancing and prostate but uh, so yeah that's
1: my favourite I'll get that checked too but not not by, not by Levi's <laughs> they, they don't sisters. do that it's
0: not their area of expertise is okay. it um, they can help you no matter where you are in the country by the way so um, loads of services there get on the website book an appointment and they will, they will speak to you what, what else do you like apart from those three services what's your favourite Oh, on, I, t- I tested
1: you the other day you should be able to remember and I've opened the website this time <laughs>
0: you're an idiot Cheating. residential property disputes I like them well you've taken all the fun out of this game now where you stumble and you don't know go no. on Rob um, what do solicitors do uh,
1: libel do they do that no they don't. Th- do they? No. if you've got a bad prostate exam you're not going to get them for <laughs> medical negligence <Okay>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would you cla- no let's not get into that uh, levisolicitors.com forward slash the square ball we thank them for their support 10% discount on your legal fees as well if you go through Levi's should we do the transfer roundup then, or should we should we hawk off some mugs, or should we just do that as we go? I'll do it as we go. Okay. We, we will hawk off some mugs at you in, in a bit, um, on YouTube and um, in your podcast app. The weekly show, the transfer show, it's now the 1st of February, so the window has, as they say, slammed shut. Do some sound effects, Michael? Was that the window? I was thinking more like a... Like Sky Sports. There we hmm. go. That's the annual... No, I was doing the slamming, but... Slamming shut. Never mind transfer window what do you make of it then Weston McKenney confirmed obviously before the window shut Verba Rutter did not forget in Diogo Montero it's been good hasn't it it's been unsettlingly good
2: <laughs> I'm of so freaked out by it a little bit like it got to last night and um, I was like you know what I'm not going to look at my phone or anything everything seems fine there were those kind of whispers still about Jack Harrison and the guy at Roma Zaniolo and yeah just before I went to sleep I thought oh have one quick check and it was um, Eamon our designer and he was tweeting basically saying please don't sell Jack Harrison so I was like oh shit have we sold Jack Harrison but then had a quick check and like
0: no it all seems to be going fine which is weird mm, I'd, lo- I'd love to know how touch and go that one actually ended up and, um, and how late in the window it went because they were still talking about it quite late on Sky so Sports almost it's as if someone was desperately trying to sell him
1: yeah but it was Romano wasn't it, it was, he mentioned it a few times didn't he Yeah. I mean right. I, know he, I know he just tweets about every transfer because that's somehow his job yeah, Good <laughs> to me, I suppose. you say that but look at this as a job for us it was weird to focus on like th- almost the least interesting bit of football
0: but it's not it's the bit that hooks everybody in it's kind of the uh, it's it, the special source isn't it's, it it's transfers this is the weird bit though when it shuts and he
2: just carries on and you think but it's <laughs> not happening it's really bizarre it was um, Maurizio Sarri I think when he was uh, Napoli manager or Juve manager he sort of said it's blamed the media for kind of conditioning us to only talk about transfers as mm. if it's the most important thing because that's all
0: the media talks about because it's what gets clicks, I guess. I'm told I'm told anecdotally that um, during the transfer window and the lead up to it, it gets about three or four hours a night's sleep. That's it. It's his choice. <laughs>
1: got to sleep, you idiot. <laughs> but then again, did you see that last night he put people, out... People can do without knowing the latest on who Chelsea are buying.
0: Like at about 10.30 last night he put out, um, it was a thing for Adidas, wasn't it, about the new Predator boots. I mean, with the fact that we're talking about it on here, mm. it, says, it shows that it worked. And I checked and it had like 1.7 million views. So... Like a sponsored post, I mean. Mm. So and he's got what twelve, thirteen million followers.
1: So it's
0: decent. It's a decent
1: grift if that's the job. Yeah. I
2: Do you think though? Just get eight hours sleep. It's going to happen. Like you can yeah. still tweet
1: about it. It's fine. You can't exactly. It's not like he's been up saving dying children, and that's why he's not getting sleep, is it? It's like no. I need to give people the latest on who on which winger Leicester are trying to sign. Yeah, it, but so. if he's
0: beaten to it by somebody else, then he's not as people perceive him. The goat is he? So mm. you've got to stay on top of it. And um, we saw him and some friends who were sat on a settee. Chatting yeah, it like a shop or something. Yeah, it's so strange. It's it? I don't know. Anyway, but um, I did enjoy his tweet the other day. Our oh, transfer he, window was good. It was. I was going to say, I enjoyed the, just to close this thought out. Um, the tweet the other day because he's obviously getting some sort of deal with Turkish Airlines. But he also used the word hijack in the same tweet as <laughs> reporting a transfer and tagged an airline in it. Not two um, bedfellows that normally go together that well. No, probably not. No. Uh, anyway, yes, our transfer window was very, very good. Funny how the policies changed, doesn't it? No bloody left-back still. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, is is it not now a case that... Well, we did buy a left-back He's just since become a centre-back, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's become our best centre-back. <laughs> yeah, um, But is it not the case now that you come out of this window feeling more confident and you think, well, presumably they're going to address the left-back. You've got confidence in them addressing it in the next window, is what I mean. Yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you?
1: We wanted a midfield. I think when Click was leaving, I mean, Click leaving was its own... Whole thing wasn't it? It was it was about his legacy and what he's done for us and stuff. But part of the concern around him leaving as well was well, we don't really have any other midfielders. So for them to address that in quite a spectacular fashion, I yeah. think is, is more than anyone probably would have would have hoped for. Yeah, we, we, we'd, we were go and it, get a Champions League midfielder. Well, That's what we were saying on the
0: Phil Hey show, weren't we? Exactly at that point, Michael. That we got a Champions League midfielder who's going to be a starter. It's not someone like Click who was just coming off the bench, who's thirty-two years old. And I said, you know, we love Mateus Click. Um, would still Im- still love him to be here, but you can't ignore the fact that bringing in a 24-year-old Champions League level midfield is a pretty big step up in terms of the quality of the squad overall. Yeah, I, th- I think this is kind of the ideal way a window
2: should work in that you buy two or three players who improve your starting eleven, and that's how you improve your squad depth because then people then, you know, the the pecking order kind mm. of changes. And so it's not- like the baseline level improves. Yeah, it? like it- I always think of um, Tottenham trying to sign back up for Harry Kane and it's, Bizarre, because you're you're deliberately trying to sign someone worse than what you've got, because you don't, because you, you know he's not going to get ahead of yeah. Harry Kane. So it's like, and I think that's maybe where Leeds have been guilty in the past is that they've focused so much on the youth recruitment, and it's great to have that talent bubbling underneath, but the you pathway. do you do need to just go out and make your team better and um, and challenge the
0: players and, that are in the squad, like the youth, to say, right, if you're good enough, you'll make it here.
2: Yeah, and likewise, the the players that are in our first team now, you know, playing with better players should hopefully make them better players themselves and it makes their job easier so yeah it's um, it's, it's been a really good window the, the left back thing you know it, it irritates me but at the same time I think we could have I've said it in the past but we could have prime Terry Cooper at left back and just the way we set up we will still do the, the things that annoy us it's like um, the kid who's just signed a new contract and he's playing in the under 21s I've found his name the uh, ginger lad but oh, yeah. he is an actual left back and it's like wow we've found one and then you watched the under twenty ones last week, and he's still doing the same annoying things that you know. He's still just you. You still see their right winger or right back streaming up the field, and you think, well, we've got a left back, shouldn't they be stopping it? But it's, it's just the way we play.
1: Mm. Yeah, but I think the stuff about squad depth made me think about Harrison because I know when when he comes to the idea of letting him go, part of you does go. Well, does he even get in? A, if everyone's fit, does he even get in our team? Do we, do we need him if, if Sinistera's is fit? If Rutter turns out to be good. If Somerville's back, Nanto looks brilliant. Like, does it? Where does he fit into it? But then you think, well, a lot of those are still unknowns, aren't they? Because Sinister is coming back from injury. Ruteir we've seen you know, once, and Nanto is not. He's been brilliant, but over a short period of time, at some point his form will presumably dip. So having a reliable player like Harrison in there, like we're we're allowed, we're allowed a, a depth of squad, which yeah, I think exactly. is something we've almost not allowed ourselves. And, which is partly Bielsa's fault because he didn't like a he didn't like a deep squad. He was like, well. We've got Tyler Roberts, we've got Jimmy Shackleton. These players are absolutely fine, but maybe they're not. But the truth of
0: the Premier League is, segues into the point I was going to make, is that actually, with five subs now, you need a better bench mm. um, because you're able to use subs sometimes at half-time to change your game, whereas you might have been less inclined to do that. In the past, when you had three subs, you think, well, I don't want to use two now at half-time, but you can do that. So therefore, your overall squad depth has to be bigger, I think, doesn't it? And it has to be better. And you look around at you know other teams... In our sort of ballpark, and they've all got 20, 25 million pound players on the bench. and we, It doesn't have to just be the pathway. The pathway can exist and should exist. And I'm proud that we're a, a club that looks to develop young players. But ultimately, I think they've got to be good enough and they've got to prove that they're good enough rather than being given an automatic pathway through into the first team. It's like seeing Gellhart now. He's now got the platform to go out and, and, and prove his chops at Sunderland, particularly with Ross Stewart getting injured. So if he goes there and starts banging in goals, it's that proverbial nice problem to
1: have. Yeah, and and have being able to, particularly with attacking players, just occasionally you'll get a winger who is a good winger, but they just meet the match on a day and their style just sort of butts up against someone and you can see it's not working. So, you change so, be, it. so yeah. being able to go, okay, we'll just put another good winger on.
2: We just need to see Jesse do that now, don't we? Because mm. he, he talks about it a lot and he, he talks about wanting these weapons and being proactive from the bench and kind of not seeing the difference between starting players and substitutes. They're all part of the team but then he he often just sits on his hands and doesn't
0: make any changes
2: until the 70th minute. It's like, right, you've got the options now to go do
0: it. I was going to say, you do wonder how much that has been dictated by the options and whether he he didn't necessarily have the faith in some players that, you know, because I think Jesse Marsh has probably been guilty of of talking up the players because he's trying to create this sort of positive atmosphere and this oneness within the dressing room. But you wonder if maybe deep down he thinks, well, you know, he's not necessarily going to change the game in the way that I might want, whereas Mm. now he's got that. You saw it against,
2: uh, I think it was Brentford though. Where it was like, right, come on, we need a bit of impetus now, and he did have options on the bench that day. So you just hope that, yeah, we start to see them, and it should be, it could be really
0: exciting. And it also lends us more towards a play of 4-3-3. It looks like that's going to be the way forward, doesn't it? You, you suspect, given the midfield options.
1: I mean, that's the one thing with McKennie is that he's not an obvious. There's not an obvious spot for him. I wouldn't say in this team in the way we play, but you, you kind of assume he's going to play because he's our most expensive player. Well, he will be if we actually buy him and the trigger all the, the loan stuff, which, which we looked likely to, I think. But you're forgetting about Ruta there, aren't you? No, but isn't McKenny going to be... it will be about 30 million. Ruta could go up to 35. No, but in, we're splitting hairs. It's heads. It does, a lot anyway. Yeah. Loads of money. It's one. loads of money. Yeah. So you, you're going to imagine he'd go in. I mean, yeah, I think him into midfield maybe instead of Aronson or something hmm. would th- would seem the most logical way of doing it. Again, you're going back to having kind of a wealth of options. But that 4-3-3,
2: as much as we speak about it being a big shift at times it looks like four two three one at times it looks like four two 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 so it's kind of like it just depends who's in there. Like mm. if Harrison is in that midfield three, that sometimes does look like a four, two, three, one then or it does kind of change and shape shift, which I think I like about it. Mm. I don't know. Um but yeah now now it could be maybe a stable thing with McKenny Adams rocker in there. But then again, you have the options from the bench to change it.
1: I'm interested to see how he does them, Kenny, because I think from he's an actual box-to-box midfielder, which we don't have in the the current setup. because we've got Adams who sits, Rocker who sits and dictates, but then there's not, I guess it's Harrington's job at the moment to pick the ball up and run through midfield with it, but he's a bit lightweight to do it, whereas McKenney's a lot more, a much sturdier-looking man. Yeah, and
0: there's there's a real unknown attractiveness, there's a a real exciting what's the word here, It's, it's and intangible, I guess it is, between McKenney and Tyler Adams because they know each other and they're friends. And does that add something to it as well? They've just got that instinctive kind of mates level understanding of, of how they play. Well, mm-hmm. McKenney said Tyler Adams had nothing to do with his decision. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think it was slightly tongue in cheek that? Uh, I really enjoyed, by the way, that um, Adams interviewing McKenney. I thought that was really well done mm-hmm. on um, on LUTV. Mm-hmm. I liked
2: him recommending a Yorkshire pudding wrap, which I think is quite niche, actually, but then saying, I mean, I've not had one
1: myself yet. But <laughs> yeah. I, I like McKenney because I've like everyone, I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff of him, like little documentaries and stuff. But he comes across as a as a good bloke. Yeah, he's
0: got. And there's little clicky elements to his personality, like yeah, like you know the whole celebrating doing the Harry Potter celebrations and just having a bit of fun with it all as well. It doesn't all need to be completely serious, does it?
1: Yeah, and just the the way he talks about his childhood and stuff, it seems like him and his brother have got a nice relationship. I was thinking about it actually with Jesse's birth order thing because he's the youngest, isn't he? He's got a, an older brother and an older sister, so I don't know where that fits in exactly, but. It seems like he was just a kind of a bit of a cheeky kid, I and
2: think, I think it sort of toughened him up. having an older brother cause on that documentary, Western McKenney story it talks about being. He's um, got a scar under his eye from where his brother pushed him into the telly. <laughs> well, that's what his brother claims, anyway. And Western's more like
1: I think you he picked me up and it. slammed me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, um, should mention that uh, it's well worth noting that he he can't drink espresso, otherwise he shits himself, which <laughs> yeah. is a nice. Yeah. Part of his personality. <laughs> it, it does wallop the old guts, doesn't it? The old strong coffee.
1: gets things moving. It does. It does.
2: It does.
0: If, you're not, if you have too much of it,
2: you're not careful. <laughs> I've, I've basically written on the blog that we just can't give him any Red Bull. We've got to keep it away from him. All the <laughs>
0: boost, I guess. McKenny also seems like one of those players who, and I'm not naive enough to think that players will come to Leeds and stay forever anymore. I, I accept that part and parcel of where we are in our evolution in our life cycle in the Premier League we might have to keep on trading for a bit and you know selling players to to keep trading up or whatever but he strikes me as one of those footballers a little bit like Matt Click and maybe a little bit like Tyler Adams as well who who finds like something really good at Leeds like I was going to say that the phrase I was going to use was forever home but it's not a forever home because it's just a, it's a football team and it's a football club and like I said they don't stay forever they always don't fall in love kids they'll only ever leave you um but he, I get,
1: just get the feeling he's going to really get it. He's going to really enjoy Leeds as a just as an experience. I hope so. I think the click comparison is interesting because I think he's got enough seriousness about his game that'll it'll, it'll impress us, but enough about him otherwise to take it in. His, take some of the more unsavoury bits of it in his stride, hopefully. And I could, you, you need a balance of taking football very seriously and not seriously at all. I think at times. So he, I think he's got that, and he and he should have more than enough. Pedigree to come in and make a massive difference to the team as well. I know um, McKenny and Ruter and everyone have
2: come in and spoken about the atmosphere and stuff, and I am very intrigued for those two to make their home debuts against Scum. And Mm. you think you've seen the photo, you've seen the videos, and you think it's (laughs) intense. It's like, yeah, it could be uh, beyond your expectations, perhaps that game. Yeah, I think they'll
0: enjoy it, won't they? Home debut red card. (laughs) <laughs> Michael you always have to drag it down don't you what do you think of the shape of the squad overall now then because um Uriente's obviously gone uh, on loan to Roma which is funny isn't it how people have been dead nice to him now he's no longer our problem kind of thing you know like say oh good luck Diego you always tried your best for us and kind of you know and he's
1: tweeted about it it's like getting rid of a really shit car that you then start looking back on fondly like oh that was great wasn't it like oh it was funny how it used we're to some, always break down we had some good times in it <laughs> But um, I,
0: I like Rente for reasons I, I say I can't quite put my finger on why it is. I Can just, you put your thumb on it? Yeah, I could put my thumb on it. <laughs> uh, we were saying this. We were saying this in um, in propaganda, weren't we? When we did it uh, a day or two back, I like there's something about Diego Rente I can't help but like. Maybe just because he's played for us, his, his physical comedy. I don't know. The fact he always just looks a bit confused. I don't know. The pinged balls into midfield, and you think, what are you trying to do, you maniac?
2: I mean, yeah, I always liked that he always looked kind of. He always reminded me of like a stern granddad or something. But then he had this kind of physical <laughs> comedy element to him. But I mean, to, to be fair to him, when he got fit in his first season, he was like, "Bloody hell, where, where have we got this guy from?" He was great that that second half of the um, first season back in the Premier League. But then, yeah, it all got it all got a bit stressful at the club in general, and I don't think that
1: really helped Diego. Mm-hmm. Bless him. I think he. I hope he does well, and I think he can probably reinvent himself because he's not of an age where you think he's. Completely dropped on a cliff, and you're like, "Oh, actually, no, he, he can't do it anymore." Is he 29? Yeah, so he should he should still be absolutely fine. And he has played for Spain, and he's played in La Liga, and he was good for us for a time. So players need changes, don't they? Sometimes I am very
2: intrigued by what Mourinho is going to make of him. Mm. He doesn't strike me as a Mourinho defender. No, not really.
0: Just slapping him about the face for the first, <laughs> first couple of months. But it's, it's a good deal from a Leeds perspective, it? in in the sense it's that it's a miracle. We've had he- effectively what a thought to be his best years out of him, age-wise, mm. and then to recoup the money that we paid.
1: Although we, we're we not sure at this stage if it's. I mean, assuming, how much of it is an option and how much of it is an obligation. Well,
0: let's, let's assume it goes
1: through. To, to be able to do that, if it goes through to its natural conclusion, then yeah, we've done all right, haven't we? We have to say, Victor Otto was right when he gave out that contract. If we actually get the money for him, when he gave out that contract, everyone was like, Phew. but yeah, we're tying him down for his worst years. Eh? What are we doing? So but, um, Wednesday, the 1st of February. Note this then, Victor Otto was right. Well, he, he might have been, yeah. It's a weird <laughs> thing to it just sign his contract though because it's a bit Matt Smith isn't it the sign a new deal then get sold Well before the World Cup I kind of
2: poked fun at uh, Victor because he did an interview where he was talking about the excitement of the players the Leeds players going to the World Cup and being revalued was the way he, he um, put it and he the players he mentioned were Rodrigo and Llorente and Matt Click and you sort of think are any of these players going to really mm. shoot up in value but I suppose giving Llorente was a way of Protecting that value, but it is football's just fucking mental, isn't it? Like, <laughs> the, the, even giving him a new contract, how that kind of convinces Roma to go, Oh, yeah, 18 will we'll, we'll potentially give you
0: that. It, it none well, of it makes sense. I was just gonna say, it, the exact I was gonna say, yeah, none of it makes sense. Pointless trying to yeah. make sense of it, I guess. That is football, isn't it? Elsewhere away from the transfers, so if we're done on that,
1: I, I think f- we're, we're the ones going out, the others going out, oh, yeah. I suppose, okay. would be um, the loanies that. I think I think the ones that have gone out and loan and I suppose Cresswell needs covering in this as well because we nearly sold him yesterday, apparently,
0: didn't we? Yeah, be interested four, to four million what, pounds to where his his future lies. Yeah, uh, and, may, and maybe they've not done that because of the whole missing the recall window, so he's got to stay at Millwall, and then maybe that's something they do in the summer. It's it's funny how his his star has fallen to an extent, hasn't it? Mm. And whether they just see other options as as better or more viable, or maybe it's just they take this opportunity to bring in four million quid for a young player.
2: There's a long time to go though to see how that loan with Millwall pans out. I know it's not gone as well as we all hoped and especially when he scored two goals on his debut and everyone seemed to think that was just going to happen every week from now. But it's part of being a footballer, isn't it? Getting dropped and trying to work your way back into the team. And he still played more than he would have played at Leeds. Mm. So so things can change. And I mean, I was reading about um, Eddie Nketi the other day and how the season he joined Leeds, he'd started to work with like... An external personal trainer and stuff. And it showed you a photo of his physique then to his physique now. And he's like completely different. Mm. He's, he's quite stacked now. And it's. Give his number to Brendan. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's like you think of Joffy as well at Sunderland. Like maybe that, you know, these players are still all maturing out there and jump into judgments on him now. It's really different. We don't know what he's going to become, do we? Like, no, no. He could come back. He could have, he could play another 20 games between now and the end of the season. And suddenly he's coming back to Leeds.
1: Yeah. And I know you look at, young players who you think you think of them sometimes bursting into first teams and staying there but actually if you look at the England squad people like Kane had times out on loan
0: Foden was used very sparingly as well wasn't he like yeah and, and
1: someone like Ben White was when he was Cresswell's age he'll have been at Newport or Peterborough he, or somewhere so it's the path isn't always obvious is it and like and Kjelder and, and Drama are two others that have gone out and you know I think have got a chance of coming back and maybe establishing themselves as well so yeah, we'll see with all of them.
0: It all shines a light on the Premier League too, the under twenty ones not being very good as a standard. Like you used to have the reserves, didn't you, where you could sort of blood young players and see them break through against against you know, men. Mm. Um, but it um it's gone, hasn't it? And the, the standard of Premier League two is quite lightweight versus Premier League proper. So how do you bridge that gap? Well, it's get game time, isn't it? Yeah, I
2: think um Jesse touched upon that recently and he actually described it as like we need to decide whether to send them out on loan to play real football, mm. which is kind of the reflection of the 21s, you know, it's just not real. And you see it with, like, Darko JB, you know, he can look great, but then he kind of does some daft stuff, which yeah. just doesn't get punished at that level.
1: Yeah, I think Joffrey will do well at Sunderland. I'm glad he's gone to Sunderland, actually. I know him going back to Wigan was kind of a nice story, but I think if you're looking for a level and a stadium that's more like Ellen Road, the stadium I like is probably not a bad place for it because there's yeah. an expectant fan base there and it's going to be there's going to be a degree of pressure that he probably wouldn't have had at Wigan.
0: Yeah, I mean. and would it be too easy actually, you know, to go back into your comfort zone there at Wigan?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Bit, like, yeah. And because they're... Well, they do they even have a manager at the moment? No, Torre got no. fired, didn't he? So, he'd be going there without a manager. They're expected to go down whereas Sunderland are not necessarily expected to go up but they're, they're around the playoffs. They're, aren't as, they're so. aspiring
0: to it, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I, I feel like that's a, a tough one for him. And I'm glad for... Um, I feel we owe Sunderland after sending in Lawrence debock Well, with
0: reference with <laughs> reference to Sunderland, we could have them in the FA Cup, couldn't we? If they um, if they see off Fulham, and it's fifty years on from 1973, everybody, I'm sure that won't be mentioned at all in the, in the coverage. <laughs> it's um, it's a one off game, this isn't it? There's no uh, there's no replay and no extra time. It goes straight to penalties. This one, I can't quite remember if there's, if there's extra time or not. But there's, there's definitely no replay. The there's no replay. Much. But it's, I mean, it's not a horrific draw, is it? I mean, ultimately, you can't. You can't have easy ties all through the FA Cup unless you're Man United, but you're going to have to beat somebody good at some point. And yeah,
1: yeah, I did see in, in comparison to our 12 aways in a row, I think they've had nine Cup ties in a row at home now and been drawn at home or something. Yeah. And I think that does include league and FA Cup. But Heated balls, Michael. What's that got to do with it?
0: Hey. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's an interesting tie in it, and it'll be midweek for the week where we straddle February into, into March. Presumably, that's going to be on the telly if we play Sunderland. Fulham, I'm not sure. Maybe. Mm. Yeah,
2: maybe not. I mean, you say we can't have an easy draw all the way through, but I'm looking at the rest of the draws. The winners of Southampton v. Luton, that's the replay. Oh no, sorry, Southampton v. the winner of
1: Luton or Grimsby.
0: I won't mind that in the next
2: round. That would have been
0: fine, yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a home tie against any of these would have I would have fancied, I suppose. There was only really, let's face it, Man City and Scum in there that you... You'd want to desperately avoid. Yeah, it's it's wide open, isn't it? It really is. So the scum Spurs as well to an extent. To an extent, but they they're not great either.
0: Yeah. No, you could you we could beat them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you look at Man United, which is it's just sort of a bit of kryptonite, isn't it? Is Man United? Um, yeah, maybe we, maybe we. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we get past that this season. I mean, knows? look at that final tie: Ipswich Town or Burnley v Sheffield Wednesday or Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. we got to fucking win this cup. <laughs> just get all the <laughs> terrible teams, and we can do it. Uh, not winning the cup. Commiserations to the women who lost nine um, nil. Against Arsenal at Boreham Woods, which sounds a lot worse than it actually is, because you're talking absolutely huge gap in um, in standards. Like you look at Leeds to Accrington Stanley over the weekend, it's magnitudes of that, isn't it? The, yeah. the haves and the have-nots in the women's game. But Arsenal made a, a world record bid, didn't they, um, before their window shut? Yeah, which admittedly, women's like women's window, only
1: half a million quid, but half a million quid is many times the entire Leeds budget. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For and, several years, they're a full-time team. Leeds train twice a week there was an interview yeah. in the times um with Danielle Witsemol with them I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it but she's talking about having to swap shifts and finish work early because to get to training because she's a firefighter mm. and it's just an absolute pain in the ass to even get to training because yeah
0: whereas- cause, well uh, um, Olivia Smart that we spoke to on the um, on the extra ball as well have a have a look at that that's worth a look because she details all that herself you know when she's she's working within the NHS like high level surgery practitioning and things like that. It's like this is transplants we're doing and you're like and then you're trying to find time to go training around all this and you know your body clocks all over the place from shift work. It's like just imagine that.
1: Yeah, I mean the odds told their own story when Arsenal were a thousand to one on to win this game. Really? Uh, you don't get that. Like I think when England plays San Marino, it's not a thousand to one on. It's <laughs> it's the it's as ludicrous as it sounds. So but yeah good a good experience I suppose to play at a higher level and something to I guess to know to know where the level is as well. Part two is the preview of the
0: visit to Knott's Forest on Sunday. Are we playing on Sunday with a televised game, aren't we? Two o'clock. Mm. But we made a forest this season and they're absolutely... I mean, we're segwaying straight in off the back of talking about transfers, so I guess that's the obvious jump-off point, isn't it? They've gone absolutely insane. Completely
1: and utterly. I suppose it's working. Paul Lewis O'Brien. Did he get his move in the end or not? I don't think he actually went anywhere in, oh, the, really? in the end. Did I, can't, I can't remember. I've, the loan window for the EFL
0: is still open, I think, isn't it? So that might yet right. happen.
1: Ah, fair enough. Yeah, they, I think they're already moving out quite a few players, aren't they, that they signed in summer? It was, the they, kid
0: who, it was the kid who they signed from? Watford. They got Denix, Dennis, Dennis. Yeah, they've got, got a job
1: a lot of players and then they're like filtering through and once they've got them, they're like, oh shit these. I, mean, Look, I re- you know what we've got these for?
2: I really like the um, the Keylor Navas signing. Mm. So it's like uh, that annoying keeper from Scum has got injured for a few weeks and like oh, shit, like, well, what they've actually got like four other goalkeepers. Yeah. They're like, no, no, we'll get another just for these three weeks he's injured.
0: Do you think um, that'll see... Henderson back in the under twenty ones when he um, when
1: he comes back from from injury possibly yeah yeah yes be all right there for a bit yeah
0: they, yeah they spent an absolutely frightening amount
1: of money John Joe Shelby's a weird one as well yeah. signing him that felt they've given him like a three year deal as well haven't they just feels insane I know they'll be their fans will be kind of happy that they've got a big squad and everything but I would definitely be worried if I was a, a, a Notts forest fan right now mm. how, how does it all fit together because you'd be thinking well what what happens next. In summer, like we've got to, because there are financial fair play stuff. And I read some stuff around the summer transfer window, saying how they're just about potentially going to stay on the right side of it. But if you risk going down with a squad like that, it's I don't know. It's a yeah. bit, it's a bit terrifying because they're gonna, they're not gonna be able to move everyone on that easily. What
0: are the allowable losses? Is is it 105 million over
1: three years? Yes. Yeah, Which like I mean, that. as Chelsea are going to find out, it's a real problem. Yeah, they've they've given everyone forty year contracts, haven't they? So it's it's spread out but yeah. it just also gives them no wriggle room. But
0: but you, you would imagine they're not, given what they've spent, that they're not going to be far off hitting that. mean, we know from our experience that your first year back up, actually, you get a bit of a a free hit, don't you? Because your wages don't skyrocket. You know, your overheads and your costs are not as high as they end up being sort of two, three years down the line when you start renewing contracts. Because footballers ultimately become aware of what they can earn elsewhere.
1: Oh, the Forest came up with no players, didn't they? That was one no, of those. That's I true, think. yeah. But the thing,
2: because so many of these are on loans or short-term deals and stuff, they're going to potentially go down
1: with no players. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a risky business, but the, equally, they've got 21 points in the 13th, so... Have they got 21? That's a nine, isn't it? Yeah. Quite good, actually, That's <laughs> Quite good, yeah. I mean, in fairness, we're, we've got... Where we if you just win our simple game in hand against Scum, mm. then... Um, then we can be on that too. It's a nine we were meant to play them earlier in the season, weren't we? And we it was the game when they were shit, but the game got um, was it was it Queen? Was it one of the oh, yeah. Queen cancellations? It was, wasn't it? Uh, the Queen cancellations, like she she ruled that they should be. But yeah, in that in that batch, but they've um, yeah they've picked up a lot recently.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting this one. I think in terms of where where it sits for us, like and and Jesse's overall position, because it is really is do or die time, and you know the. The addition of the of the players that we have added in the in the transfer window, I think, has left him. Is it fair to say nowhere to
1: hide? Not that he's hiding, but um, it's the only phrase that immediately springs to mind. You, yeah, he's been backed more than any Leeds manager has ever been backed in a, a January transfer window. So, yeah, make it work. Start winning. Is that, is that, <laughs> it is sort of that
2: simple, isn't it? I mean, you know we've had some kind of fun results in the cup recently, I guess, um, but it's still. When did we last win? Bournemouth? Was it in the league?
0: Yeah, it will have been, Which yeah. was
2: Bonfire Night. I know there's been a World Cup and stuff, but yeah, we really need to start um, seeing some returns on all this. Because they is a good squad. I think we've got a good squad. I don't think um, we can't keep kind of, again, not to, not to use that word, but hiding behind. Oh, it's, you know, we're still kind of uh,
1: learning the tactics and all that. Mm. It's like, come on, just start, start winning. Them. It needs to start delivering results, doesn't it? I've no idea what, what team he picks in this, I have to say. Um,
0: you'd imagine...
1: Does McKennie go straight in? Does... I think McKennie goes straight in, maybe. Oh, maybe I don't know. It's hard to know, isn't it, whether he's
0: meshed in enough. Um,
1: but I mean, if... he should be. He should be fit because he's come in. For, he's, it's not like when in previous years when we've signed like Big Kev or someone and he'd not played for ages. You know, he, he has been play, playing regularly.
0: Well, let's let's work it backwards then. So from the front, assuming Rodri, the because there's been rumours of Rodri got injured this week, which mm. have not being either cleared up one way or another. So assuming he's fit, he starts up front
1: probably. Oh, we... Bamford's got. He's a Forest fan isn't he Bamford? He's from there isn't he I think. Yeah, he's yeah. I think
0: if he, in the early uh in his early career he was at there was he in their academy? Yeah, maybe, I, think I, so. I think so. And
1: maybe oh, he was uh, he was certainly uh, Stern John was his idol wasn't he? I'm yeah. sure I've read that before which is which is strange. But you want you want to take Rodrigo out
0: if unless he's injured he's he's on a hot streak isn't he? So he's your number 9 and then do we do 433 do we have three players behind Rodrigo? And if so, who do you pick? Because Nonto's obviously got to be one of the first names on the mm. team sheet. Mm. Would you put Ruta straight in? No, nah, I think he'll I think he'll drop out. You think? I would say so. is back fit,
2: isn't he? Harrison's there. I'd like, I hope this is the game, sounds harsh, but Aronson just gets dropped to the bench. Yeah. Because we've got the options now. Let's um just stop putting him in the firing line for people mm. to shout at him and moan at him because we've got players now. And if he is out of form,
0: Cool. Let him let him regain his form. I guess. Yeah. I'm feeling a four-three-three. Three. I think Ruta might start with Nonto on the left and Rodrigo through the middle. But where's Jackie play then? I don't know. I, I think I think it?
1: Jackie's in instead of uh, instead of Ruta. You think? I think he's? I think he's still quite because he he actually isn't fit, is he? And I know we're saying McKenney should be fit enough to slot right in. Mm. Ruta isn't. He's not. He'd not been playing for ages, had he, so. well, and he, and is, he did. He did all right the other the other game, but it was not. I don't think it was that good that you've got to it, start him. Good weapon to bring off the bench. Let's let's not do the weapons thing.
0: We're not using weapons. <gasps> <laughs> the right to bear arms and all that. The American takeover continues. Um, McKenny straight in. Then I'd, I'd say so, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: fuck it, chuck him in. <laughs> <laughs> what would Forrest do? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone knows, do they? That's the thing. Yeah. Should we just spend ten minutes or so talking about each each one of their signings? Well, do you know what? Um, <laughs> one of these, I watched
2: them against it must have been against Scum in the League Cup and. You watch Forest then you don't have a clue who any of the players mm-hmm. are. But they have this new midfielder called Gustavo Scarpa, who they signed from Brazil. And uh I really like him. He looks like he should be on the cover of the NME in like two thousand and six. <laughs> he's got like long, shaggy hair, a bit of a headband, and he kept like trying to score left footed volleys. I, thought, I don't know who this guy is. I think he's about twenty nine, thirty. And you just sort of think, Why
1: how have these people rocked up at North Forest? It's really weird. <laughs> and they've got Chris Wood, of course, as well now. Ah, yes. Yeah. Is he, is he on loan from Newcastle or did they get him permanently? I Think alone. But New, <laughs> let's face it, I don't know, is that kind of let's fun? face it, Newcastle don't want him back. No. Where they're going. He, because, was a, he was a short-term measure, wasn't he? Yeah, where they're going, they don't need Chris Wood. Although,
0: Callum Wilson is made out of biscuits and uh, what's his name? Isaac
1: keeps getting injured, mm-hmm. doesn't he? So uh, Maybe they, need, they do need him back, who knows? I think just spend another £50 million pounds on a, a better player in summer, probably. Um, so yeah, I guess he might Start. He started the last game. Gibbs White's injured, isn't he? Let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: I think Andy Reid is he
2: still knocking about? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to um, as long as we can keep Brian Roy under control, um, then Pierre Van Huydonck's supply should be cut off. Excellent.
0: Uh, what have they been up to recently? Then Forrest? and who and what are their, what's their style? Let's have a look. I mean, their weakness.
2: They've got they've got two strengths which are aerial du- duels which are strong at and stealing the ball from the opposition. But they do have a lot more weaknesses, which sound a lot more important to me, which is keeping possession, finishing scoring chances, defending attacks down the wings, defending against long shots. Wings, pointless. De- well, yeah, fair point. Defending against through balls, protecting the lead, defending set pieces and avoiding fouls in dangerous areas. We very just, weak at that. Should we just go win it? I think that'd be good. We're
1: going to have to win at some point, aren't we? Yeah, I think we need to and we should probably start here and we'll be in the lucky yellow and blue Playing, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the playing well and losing no. that we did at Villa. That needs to stop. Yeah, yeah let's win. Come on,
0: <laughs> come on, Jesse. <laughs> the note no of desperation in your Please. voice. Yeah, it, it, it needs to start bearing fruit and pretty quickish, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, we've not won in a in a while. I mean, and that, the gap for the World Cup has made it feel worse as well, hasn't it? That's the thing. It's on. I mean, it's only one, two, three, four, five, six games since we won. <laughs> That's quite a long time. It is a long time. I was being facetious, Mike. Yeah, yeah that,
1: is, that is a long time, not Sorry.
2: More importantly, Michael, you're going. What time are you starting drinking? I don't know.
1: Actually, I'm getting a lift, so I can can start anytime. Is, who, is Hooters still there? You went to university in Nottingham, Rob? Did you? Is that right? I don't know
0: anything about Hooters though. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was always one of the favoured away pubs, wasn't it? In Nottingham was uh, was Hooters because it's quite close to the station. I think. Do uh, you tell me? I, I don't know, I'm asking you.
1: Michael. <laughs> I've, I've not been. I've, I've previously drank at Notts County Hooters when, I, when I've been there. Nottingham. So is it
0: still even there? So we'll see. It's still there. It appears to still be there. But they have all you need hot wings, burgers, steaks, ribs, and salad. Fair and enough. more sport than you can shake a stick at. Inglorious HD.
1: That's the real selling point of Hooters, isn't it? The hate the HD sports coverage. <laughs> also, who's doing it? Who's knocking out SD sports coverage in this day and age? Yeah, that's true. But no, looking forward to it. It'd be good. I've not been to it away in ages. So. Yeah,
0: and yeah, I I think last time I went we were drinking in the Knotts um, County Bar because they opened that up for away fans, don't mm. they? As well. It's a nice nice little money maker for him before you go over the river to Knott's Forest that's the one what are you feeling in your waters for this one then Rob Away way win is, or is it going to be another draw or dare we even contemplate
2: a defeat I think we should I think we should win but I'm saying it with no confidence it's weird it's like it's like how I was saying the transfer window went unse- unsettlingly well I sort of think we should win but I'm unsettled by saying that mm. um, but
1: yeah let's let's go for a win I think I think I'm going to be unsettled by their lineup as well because I just don't know who's going to be in it. I feel like I might turn up and they'll sign some different players. Like I'm just looking down their squad list. They've got someone called Cafu in it. For all I know, that's the real that's the real Kafu. I don't mm. I don't know where he's come from. Like Jack Colback, I thought he'd retired. He's in there for some reason, still playing football. God knows. Um, let's win. Let's win. We've got. Um, I mean, they uh, you say they're bad at aerial jewels or good at them. That's, the, that's one of their few strengths. One. But we're going to have we're going to have a big defense presumably because we're going to have. Um, well, Verber Verbe or Strauch at left back. Could, much. McKenny's good in the air as we well. We could
0: talk about that. We could talk about it. like Rather than just saying stuff about hooters and wings, we could talk about football. <sighs> we and, don't know anything about it, though, do we? Yeah, but who would, you, who would you put in? Would you put Big Sexy Pirate at left back, Verber and Cooper at the back, maybe? A lot of left footies. Let's
1: properly of. roll the dice and see what Verbo does.
0: <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Robin know. Robin Cox suspended, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I suppose you could go Verber and Strauch. Do we know
1: if Cooper's fit he's been missing a bit recently? Mm. Is this, oh my God, it's his, his is day, day. Is junior's day because he's, he's on a hot streak now having scored. He is. Or do we just put Montero straight in? At <laughs> left <laughs> <A little> back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now let him play centre back. We can go, um, go to the left. It'd be interesting because we've not seen enough of of uh, have we, in, in proper football. I know he's played some cup games, but it'll be interesting to see if him being there makes the defence as a whole better because... That's the hope, isn't it? That he's the the one bit of magic that somehow fixes everything, and he doesn't turn into you know Ukas Having had a good few opening games, you start thinking, oh, that's why it wasn't too much money <laughs> for, for a little while. But no, we'll we'll. I think I predict. I think I said it definitely wouldn't be nil nil against Brentford, didn't I? So I'll just say that again. Definitely won't be nil <laughs> nil. I think. Um, I think
2: I've realised. I, I don't really want to predict very confidently because the last time we were there was the promotion season, wasn't it? And that was absolutely awful. Like one mm. of the really low points where Sounds Bill Hayley had to come out. And, and yeah, they're they're always really up for it, aren't they? For whatever reason against us. It's almost like they don't like us. They really hate us. I think I, I might have said before on the podcast, I used to work in their club shop and yeah, they're really not fans of Leeds. People have come up to me at the counter and start asking me about Forest. And i am like, I don't care, mate. I don't, I know, I that, I don't <laughs> know about I actually, oh. I, yeah, I, one, of, one of their players actually once came up and I was serving him. And then they, have, they all have like accounts where they get all the stuff for free and I was like that'll be 40 quid mate or whatever and just this manager
0: like rushing over like no no I'll serve him it's fine Rob don't, <laughs> don't know who that nobody is uh, so away win with no confidence Michael definitely not an ill nil 6 all I'll just I'll say away win well, whatever we need one so let's not even contemplate the alternative is that fine? that's fine part 3 is heroes and villains so should we get into that? why not? why not? who's uh Who's up first then in the Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award? Uh, Leeds corner, opposition corner, third
1: parties. Where do you want to start? Only one Leeds player. I mean, sort of an ex-Leeds player Um, nominated this year, this week, uh, Urente for fucking up our clean sheet by coming on. There is also one for Ruter, but they're they're not being sincere. (laughs) 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 They're they're basically, it's uh, House of Stoats is, is going on the basis that he's been slagging off junior and the negative reinforcement worked for him. Right. So right now he's saying he's a £30 million Tyler Roberts. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Let's
0: give let's give him a chance to. Uh, other than that, the genuine nominations, uh, the ref gets a few. That child, we're talking about the child who was at Accrington here at this point.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's a fairly light week because of, you know, it was fine, wasn't it? Um, I, really, I really like that we've got nominations for the ref and no one's still learnt his name. <laughs> I still couldn't tell you myself. Should we find out? Yeah, you can do, I suppose. Talk among yourselves and I'll... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, the dickhead ref, is, is uh, so the BM says, and uh, Jesse Blank Lightboard says that you could actually see his thought dribbling out of his ears as the game went on. First half, shit, I have no, no VAR, best blow for everything, cover my ass. Second half, made it from for my own back here. I'm going to end up giving six pens if I don't calm down. Best not give anything for a while. Last half hour, oh, I can't not give that. I'm going to have to book someone. That was essentially his,
2: his method. That's a very good summary. I was just trying to think, I can't actually remember. I know he was annoying, but I can't remember what happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. that is perfect.
0: Let's have a look. Right, I'm, I'm digging through the various uh, reports. I online. think he was
1: called something generic, like Peter
0: Williams <laughs> or William Peters. That's the one. Yeah,
1: let's go with that. Uh, just, f- apologies if you're Peter Williams. I didn't mean to say you were generic. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Peter. <laughs> it's a good name. Uh, one, three. I'm just getting a load of uh, when I look. I'm getting a load of train times between Accrington and Leeds. When I look, so I had to put the score in now in order to uh, to try and find out exactly those trains will be cancelled anyway. You can almost guarantee. Let's have a look. Uh, you carry on.
2: <laughs> we've we run out of things to say about Peter Williams. Oh
0: no, I found it.
1: You're right. Here's a generic name. Here's a
0: generic name. Uh, should we have a quiz?
1: Go uh, on. Think well, think. well, I've already made my Peter Williams guess. Am I wrong? You're not. It, it's
0: not Peter Williams. It's not even like Peter Williams, but it's of the same ilk in <laughs> terms of it's a ver, it's a very what you might term generic surname. It's a very Peter Williamsish name. The, the, the most generic surname. Smith. Smith. Correct. First name. William. No think of a, a relatively youngish person's name like you wouldn't expect to have a granddad or someone
1: over 60 called this Darren Wilf no um, Darren <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually yeah Darren's Darren's older isn't it Darren's more of a, more of like 40, 50 year old man um, something Smith Come on you might have a mate called this
0: like this first name Callum so it's a lot yeah, around that sort of ballpark do
1: you want a clue go on starts with like a J Jaden no Joseph no go and just tell us Josh 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 Smith. Josh Smith Josh Smith God that is very is that... Josh a young person's name <laughs> is that... yeah but <laughs> if,
0: young-ish. if you said that the referee is Josh Smith if you said Joshua
1: Smith you might think he was a bit older but if he's okay. Josh
0: Smith he's selling himself as that you're thinking you're in your
1: 20s or 30s yeah equally if he was on on loan to Bournemouth from Bournemouth mm-hmm. I'd be like oh okay It could yeah. be a Bournemouth player yeah Josh be, yeah. Smith sounds right back
2: yeah, yeah. yeah next to Simon Francis
0: Yes. Yeah. Hello, to, hello to you if you are a Josh Smith. Get in touch and let us know how you feel about your uh,
1: namesake letting the refereeing world down. Mm. Um, Keown gets nominations for. Matt Keon Keown stuff. If you watch the game on the BBC, almost doesn't need an explanation, does it? But yeah.
0: His inanity, his, as as Morley Ryan says, uh, monotonous, dull, dour. Uh, it's all very, very accurate. It's very difficult to listen to, isn't it? Yeah. And Dickie Wood points out everything
1: he saw was wrong. Fouls that um, fouls where there weren't any. No fouls that were where there were. Uh, their animals cleaned out a Leeds player. Uh, he even gave them man of the match. Yeah, I did
2: Sarah points that out as well. That he
0: couldn't bring himself to give a Leeds player the man of the match. Who did he give man of the match? I didn't realize that. I think it was their keeper. Yeah, who was who was praised excessively for being. Oh, he's, he's twenty one years old. Look at what he's doing. He's absolutely in his element here. He's doing so well for a young man. You know, you don't see this very often. Stepping. Melier's twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: He's he's going nowhere, that kid. Yeah. Uh and, and he, he let three in. So dog uh, shit. Give it you should have given it to Bamford
0: is what he should have done. Yeah, West Ham Ralph with the nomination for Thame or Tame or however you pronounce their centre back. It's got an R in it actually. Um Douglas Tharm. Tharm. Yeah. Uh Pharmaceuticals. Big Tharma. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> uh for kicking the back of Bamford
1: and um running over and calling him a prick or whatever he did. Yeah, fair enough. It's been an alright week, really, isn't it? If, the, if we're scraping the barrel with the, yeah. with that fella. And did uh, we
0: give it Keon last week? I can't remember, we might have done it's done a lot since then, haven't we? Mm.
1: Well, Ke- Keon had
2: criticised Marsh, hadn't we? Yeah, the previous which, week. which we
1: all do as well. But which we, we all agreed <laughs> with, because he's a Leeds-hating bastard. We weren't, having <laughs> it. We, did, we weren't having it from him. That was the thing. Um, I think um,
2: Ruber's shout of David Ornstein is a good one as well. Meant to be a serious journo, know, yet his tweets during the game were piss-poor bollocks. and It was like... <laughs> yeah just let us enjoy the game Moscow's written about it in his match report but it's like lads we're playing you don't you don't have to tell us like right now it's fine. we do we are here to watch the football believe mm. it or not I know that whole industry kind
0: of the playing of football gets in the way of it but just give it 90 minutes it's fine
1: mm.
0: it was like when my my dog died when we were on holiday and we, we was we got told as soon as we got there like dog had died kind of took the shine off the whole uh, the whole holiday would rather not have known until afterwards mm. until we got back who, who
1: was looking after it? Uh, he was in kennels.
0: Oh, it's bad for the kennels as well, isn't it? Nah, it's fine. They they know exactly what they're doing. We bought them. For, it's, it's the breeder that um, that bred them. And then they just... s-
1: well, and then they sold you another one. <laughs> You're a mug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, making light of your dead dog. No,
0: yeah, it's, it was just it was an, it wasn't that old. He was only nine and a half. Big dog. He was a big dog. Just laid down and went to sleep. Bless nah. him. Oh ah, Henry. Anyway, uh...
1: so those breeders, they're nominated. No, <laughs> they're not. They're good people. Fair enough. Right, um, Martin Keown, ref, child ref. Yeah, give it to him. What I've forgotten his name already. Josh Joshy. Josh, Josh Smith. I mm. mate Joshy. I mean, actually, no. Give it to Keon. He's yeah. fucking awful. He's, he's he brings nothing. Feels like we're punching down a little bit with uh, with little Joshy. Yeah, it does. Keon's ugly enough to take it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll punch up instead and um, and
0: aim it at Keon. Yeah, he does make everything worse, doesn't he, Martin Keon? Yeah, yeah. He, he brings nothing. I've got no interest in anything he's got to say. Mm. Good case closed, Your Honour. Uh, sorry, we rest our case, Your Honour, because the. The lawyer doesn't say case closed, do they? <laughs> Have you been chatting to Levi's? <laughs> Uh Right, let's get on to the Katana Baradi here of the week award and uh, deal with um, who is on course to be our player of the season and man of the match for that game against Aquington, Pat Bamford. Got it, taking it uh, away from uh, Jackie, Verba, Sinistera all scored above seven. Very good. furpo nearly did. 6.98. Oh, so close, Junior. So close. Yeah, and Jorginho came just shy of seven as well and th- that child referee Got two point two three out of ten.
1: <laughs> Bless him. The refs always get. I think the best the refs had this year has been about five point seven or something. So it's it's on a different scale as the refereeing. But um, very
2: harsh that um, Diego Urente on his final appearance for Leeds gets the lowest rating as well, below Matteo Joseph. Fine. Didn't he come on for about two minutes? At the end? <laughs> did nothing
0: wrong though, did they? Didn't concede. I a goal. Did
1: Diego do anything wrong? Uh, he was on the pitch when we conceded. I think some. I, I did see an argument that because it had all gone wrong at that side of the pitch. Because of him, it meant other players got dragged across trying to cover his mistakes. And that's too technical for
0: us. Player of the year, then Willie Nonto still on course for that with seven point six average out of ten over the course of the season. Tyler Adams second. We can't include Jorginho just yet. He's Not only, yet. he's only played about ten minutes. So um but he's better than Melier, that's what we're saying after one performance against Athletic. <laughs> I mean, if
2: Harrison, Melier Ruta, Adams and Nonto kind of finish the season quite poorly, there's a chance that
0: Matt Click could win this award, which I would endorse. <laughs> Yeah, he's still that'd doing... be that really would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it? Be great. Although it would mean an end of the season that we didn't enjoy very much. Um, right, which of those players is in the uh, in the pool for the Hero of the Week award?
1: Jackie Bamford, um, Junior's in there. Verba, who else? I mean, Bamford's the main one. And Dan says uh, anything other than Pat Bamford is wrong, which I like as a, as an argument. So links our play um, and is our glue. Yeah, it, was, it was nice seeing him be interviewed on
0: on the BBC afterwards, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, that, be... as, an,
0: as an antidote to listening to Keon.
1: Yeah, he was enjoying football, which is something I don't think Keon ever does. Even when he's something really good has happened, he always likes to talk about it in really grave terms. Like, well, he's going to have to do that on a sustained basis now. It's like just fucking enjoy what you've. It's a game. Enjoy it for a second, Martin. But it's not even your team. It's not even like you've got. It's not even like you've got the dread of having to support this. He's just. He's just very boring about everything, isn't he? But yeah, um, he does make the point that um, if he'd been fit, pampered. This is not Keon. Else would still be here and Marsh would still be doing TED talks <laughs> on how to spoof oh, your way through life. Come on. Uh Zach is also
0: saying that he's on the plane for World Cup twenty twenty six. Is Pat Bamford on the on the basis of that performance against uh
1: against Aquinson. And I'm all for it. He does look better though, doesn't he? Like physically. <laughs> we commented earlier in the season when he came on, like his running and his touch just looked weird. Like he looked like he'd lost use of his legs I mean, temporarily. I think he was still injured basically,
2: wasn't he? We mm. just couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. But yeah, he's even just um, seeing him call that defender a fucking daft twat. It's mm. like, oh, he's, he's the Bamford we all love. He's great.
0: I bet um, McKenney's going to be good for him in terms of upping his trash-talking game. Cause, yeah, maybe. Because Bamford's always been perceived as being a bit nice. I want I want McKenney to give him lessons in trash-talk.
1: Yeah, da- daft twat is very light, isn't it? That's like what you you, know, you, say, to, you say to your mate if he's like spilt something. He's yeah. perfect, though, for a Akrinson defender. He's so condescending, <laughs> I not mean, he? Just like, oh, you
0: daft twat. I look, yeah, I look forward to... Um, Pat maybe giving some uh, some verbals to Sean Dyche when he will when play Everton because if, if Bamford's still on the bench at that point won't be too far away from each mm-hmm. other
1: maybe yeah. it'll be in the starting 11 by then
0: yeah and Quite what possibly. will what, what will what will Pat say and what will Sean Dyche say I don't know we'll have to wait and see won't we <laughs> what, do you, what do you think Rob what do you imagine Pat might say yeah. to him
1: I think he's going to call him a fucking daft twat again yeah what, what do you think uh, Dyke should say to that he'll maintain a dignified silence <laughs> <laughs> is what I think he'll do but just imagine if he, no, did, I if he, he didn't I, I think he'll um, he'll not want to get involved in any touchline shenanigans so we'll just come on um, he loves that he's, he'll, just, he'll just look at he's him. a man that's
2: the red mist is going to descend. just no, imagine Pat Bamford patting Sean Dyche on the head calling him a fucking daft twat after he scored three yeah with yeah. his right foot and it was it was Palace where they didn't know what foot he used wasn't it mm. Not ben.
1: W- what do you think I just don't think it's anything you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not biting today, are you? No, not today. Not today. Uh yeah, so Jackie Jackie got nominations for oh, yeah. scoring. Yeah. And also, um, I suppose he needs some now for staying as well. Yes. I've no idea whether he insisting to- he put his foot down and said, I'm staying. It's all fine and well trying to sell me. I'm staying. He chained himself to um McKenny, my head. Said he wasn't leaving. Said if I'm going, he's coming with me. Mm. Is that right? That's what I believe happened. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Good lad.
0: Uh, George Washington gets some love from Wedge for uh, inventing America. Is that did that happen in that order? Yes, um, it's
1: probably a bit. There are different versions of history. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was. Ameri- I don't think it was invented as such. No, it was there
0: for a while. my most my, most of my knowledge from uh, about like the founding fathers comes from Hamilton, the musical, which is a big favourite in our house at the minute. Okay, and the songs are stuck in my head. Can you do us one now? No. <laughs>
1: So you see, you won't you're asking me to perform, you won't even do it, you won't even perform it's, a short musical number. Hamilton is one of those shows, it's on Disney Plus, by the way, if you want to find it. Um Hamilton is one
0: of those shows where there's no dialogue, everything is sung. Ah, okay. So we could start doing that where <laughs> we do the Square Ball musical. In fact that like, you know we're doing the live show
1: at the carriage works and we've got no idea what we're doing yet. Oh yeah. The square, old the Square Ball Don squad vibes yeah. to it. We could do do panto. That. Can you okay. sing? I, I personally cannot.
0: Um, I mean, I can sing. Whether it's in tune or not is a different man I've heard Aldi's brilliant at singing. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll bank on him. Radrazani gets some love from Bay Area Brandon or the 49ers in brackets. I mean, I'm I'm sure.
1: I, I added the brackets there. All oh, right, <laughs>
0: I'm I'm sure that Andrea Radrazani would like to um, receive credit for the spending spree in January, which, you know, you look back at previous Januaries He's had all this money, all yeah. this time, all this time. <gasps> and hasn't spent it hasn't spent 70 million pounds in January in fact we heard the chief executive write it print to print, print didn't they opportunities t- uh, what eight figure sums mm. not materially better than the pathway and all that so what's changed do you think in the last
1: few months who could say Do you not know but i think radzani's done a good job mm. making <laughs> he, making that final breakthrough with yeah. the Juventus he did do you, th- do you think he did well yeah i've always liked radzani and um <laughs> yeah I'll say no more. In fact,
0: Firpo mentioned uh, good finishing, better than Ruter said. House of Stotes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely. On the evidence
0: of Acrington, yeah, Ruter should have scored with his first touch.
1: Junior stroked one home. I mean, Junior's been trying to do this for two years, hasn't he? It seems, but he's, maybe he's improving. And he did a nice dance. That was it nice was a good dance. Well. It was nice to see him. I like, I like to see players enjoying goals. Yeah. Uh, which actually Jackie what were you doing looking all miserable with yours
0: It's a cool celebrator though is Jackie isn't he? he always looks like like for example at Swansea which was mm. essentially like the apex of on-field celebrations when mm. it came to promotion Jackie had just run a long way and he looked absolutely exhausted he, he tends to just kind of it's just a yeah that's true yeah
1: although he did um, did follow my advice didn't he what hit it dead hard into the net it was really hard that mm, really I'd, if I had a scored to go like that I'd have run around pointing at where it had gone, going <laughs> and going. Oh, <laughs> sure how that was! <laughs> you I that? fucking caught that, didn't I? <laughs> But that's because it would have been a miracle. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Uh,
0: Verba, some love as well, and uh, Bielsa for rejecting Everton. Well done, Marcelo. Yeah, that was good.
2: Oh, it was, it was brilliant. It's one of my favourite Bielsa things. Actually, I'm so happy he's still uh, as unique as he always was.
1: Yeah, and willing to fly to England when he's. Essentially it would have been established that they want a manager for now and he's like let me just let me just go over it again you might you might change your mind I mean I was saying beforehand like the way they've ended up signing nobody
2: they'd have been better off just giving him the 21's job mm. and accepting it because they seem to have given up anyway yeah and
1: instead now they've got Sean Dyche trying to I mean bloody hell Sean Dyche didn't like Pat Bamford did he? What's he going to make a Dominic Calvert-Lewin? <laughs> Dear Lord yeah All uh, oh, oh Bamford did was get a lift from his mum and dad yeah I mean it's, it's I was I don't think his brain will quite be able to compute the the pictures he's going to be seeing of of Calvert-Lewin. He's going to think it's some sort of a joke.
0: He's going to have eaten Tom Davis by the end of (laughs) the season. (laughs) Um, Who's your hero of the week? Bamford, isn't it? Patrick. It's Pat. It's lovely to have him back and it's lovely that his hot streak has provoked so many mug sales. Yes. To the extent that? (sighs) There's been a bit of an issue with the mugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to fill you in on the backstory of this, we had about what was 120 mugs left, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We
1: just could not flog them for love nor money, so we reduced the price. Mentioned it on here, sold out. Yeah, and the problem was Royal Mail. I'm blaming the Royal Mail for this, in fact. Right. And Moscow, because he does the labels. Um, but Royal Mail stopped doing international post because they had some cyber attack thing. So no, yeah. no international post was sent out. Some people, international people, had bought Pat Bamford mugs. In the meantime, we'd re- we'd set the stock levels not accounting for the people who bought them. Right. They hadn't
0: come off the no. number because we hadn't sent them. No. Right. So we've actually oversold them. Yeah. And what's happening now?
1: Don't <laughs> <laughs> know. We're having to get more printed, aren't we? Either getting more printed or I might just email people and depending on how quickly we can get them printed, I might yeah. be emailing people saying... A, re, a reprint of Pat why, why, offered, why off, are you offering, offering a Dan I, James mug. <laughs> that, yeah. He's still our player, Dan James. Mm. Yeah. Rafinha's not. We've got quite a lot of those mugs. Yeah. People liked Rafinha though. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Dan James, bless him. We didn't get him back, did we, Dan James? Because there was talk at some point that um, they had to convert one of their loans into
0: a permanent in order to sign somebody else on loan. Because you're only, I think you're only allowed two mm. in, into Premier League loans, aren't you, at a time? And um, it wasn't Dan James they made permanent.
1: Damn it! <laughs> the Roma want him? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got a, a mug buyer. Let's, <laughs> not too, uh, not in that. Not in the mug, not in the pack band for mug respect. But Indeed. you know, it'll if you take do,
0: anything, please do check out the uh, the mugs on the website. By the way, um, we've got a lot discounted, uh, mainly players who don't like to play for us and the ones we couldn't shift. But look, you know, don't miss out because the demand is high, isn't it? And well, there are, well, when we mention it, and there may be a Willie Nonto mug soon. Yeah, there's a Willie Nonto mug coming soon, and, uh, and some other stuff as well. And we to can, look out for that. We can sell more of them than we've had printed as well. <laughs> Why not? Uh, that does wrap up the weekly show for uh, for this time. Hope you enjoyed the uh, look out for the guide as well, which will come out before this show. Uh, but we're recording it afterwards. That's the magic of doing podcasts, isn't it, Mm. and and video, is that you can put stuff out in any order you want, and the guide is, TSB guide to is it, Baradi's debut, the sending off against Accrington. Yes, we're sticking with the Accrington theme, and a memorable day. And we will hear from, it was Will Hatfield, wasn't it? Uh, It was, yes. who, Who was on the receiving end of that scissoring. Former Leeds Academy player. I spoke to him last
2: Friday for the blog, admittedly after I'd got in touch with the wrong player.
0: He was he was keen to chat to us as well. <laughs> <laughs> what a good lad! Great bunch of lads. Uh, right, so we've got the other yeah, Phil Hay show towards the back end of the week, and the match ball after the Knotts Forest game on Sunday. We'll see you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast.